This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, October 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Cowley. Here's today's headlines. CDFA offers sweet grants. USTR says China talks moving ahead and making headway on USMCA. CDFA's Water Efficiency Grants Program now open for applications. The State Water Efficiency and Enhancement Program, or SWEEP, is offering incentives for farmers to improve their irrigation and energy efficiency through $7 million in grants. While saving water, the program also cuts down on greenhouse gas emissions and is the only CDFA program to directly help farmers comply with the mandates of the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act, or SIGMA. CDFA is offering $7 million in grants, down from $9.5 million last year. The maximum award is $100,000. During an advisory board meeting last week, program manager Scott Week said SWEEP was oversubscribed by 300% following enrollment last year. Board Chair Jocelyn Brideson brought up the fact that Governor Newsom has zeroed out the budget for the program for the next cycle. Hopefully, it's not the end of that program, she said. CDFA will also be hosting informational workshop at Willows, Modesto, and Bakersfield. Applications are available online and are due December 16th. State Board to Slow County. Don't ignore agriculture in groundwater plan. Following complaints from farmers, the State Board of Food and Agriculture requested the County of St. Louis Obispo include agriculture in its plans for Sigma. The letter, dated September 30th, said the board held a listening session in Slow in July and ended up focusing almost exclusively on Sigma implementation. The board heard multiple complaints that irrigated agriculture received only limited engagement. Food and Ag Board Chair Don Cameron wrote in the letter that not including all stakeholders violates one of the fundamental values of Sigma. According to the letter, the plan relies, quote, almost exclusively on groundwater pumping comebacks, which Cameron urges should not be the sole option. He warned this could also harm the, quote, extraordinary anti-culinary tourism industry the county has built. The County Board of Supervisors is meeting this morning and will take general public comments, but a response to Cameron's letter is not on the agenda. Remember, as AgriPulse reported in May, the local water district recently began restricting new wells for vineyard plantings, which has altered agricultural land values. Sale prices for land with existing water rights increased by 17% over the prior year, while land without wells now carries less than half the value. Wonderful Citrus to pay nearly $5 million in defamation suit. A federal jury has ruled that Wonderful Citrus didn't do its due diligence before announcing the termination of a 27-year employee at a company email. The director of a farming division in Delano discovered through an email sent to about 400 employees that the Wonderful Company was firing him. The company was accusing him of theft and embezzlement and failed to take reasonable steps to determine if that was true, which it wasn't according to the decision of a federal jury last week. Plaintiff James Jordan will now receive $5 million in damages. Wonderful Citrus asserted in a statement that all employment actions taken by the company were made in good faith for legitimate business reasons, reports the Bakersfield Californian. 
U.S.-China talks continue. The U.S.-China trade deal that is supposed to boost U.S. agriculture exports and tear away Chinese trade restrictions still isn't finished yet, but a final deal is on track for finalization next month. That the word of U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer yesterday during a cabinet meeting with President Trump. Trump has said that he and Chinese President Xi Jinping want to sign the pact in Chile next month at an Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit. Lighthizer said there were deputy-level meetings yesterday morning and that he and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin will be speaking to high-level Chinese officials on Friday. Lighthizer said, while there's still some issues we have to resolve, we're working towards that goal of finalizing the deal. Dems waiting on text of USMCA compromise. A group of House Democrats leading negotiations with the White House on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement met yesterday and will meet again this week, House Ways and Means Chair Richard Neal tells AgriPulse. Lighthizer will likely attend the next meeting. Neal said, we're making headway. Neal is waiting on Lighthizer to submit him a new proposal in writing to address Democrats' concerns with the outstanding issues. Trump's take. The president said earlier yesterday that USMCA already has the votes if House Speaker Nancy Pelosi will just put it on the floor. The president said it's up to Nancy Pelosi to put it up for a vote. If she puts it up, it's going to pass. U.S. to continue Mexican tomato investigation. U.S. Commerce Department has already reached a deal with Mexican farmers to allow for imports of the fruit without tariffs. But an anti-dumping investigation will continue nonetheless, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said yesterday. If the International Trade Commission finds that Mexican tomatoes truly are being dumped in the U.S. at below market prices, then the recently renegotiated suspension agreement will remain in place, including import requirements such as border inspections. If the ITC finds that there is no dumping, then the suspension agreement will be lifted and Mexican tomatoes will be allowed to flow in without any restrictions. Here's today's He Said It. They're basically saying that our food is unsafe or that farmers aren't good employers. That Tom Nassif in an AgriPulse open mic interview discussing the lack of desire for the state to protect agriculture or ensure its future. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, October 22nd, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.